welcome to All Light, No Shade, the positive pod we need in our ears right now. My name's Kirsten and welcome my co-host... Nathan, good to be back again. Back in the studio? Yeah, yeah, our part-time job, it's been good. <laughs> Side hustle. And how much paper have you eaten this week? <laughs> <laughs> no paper this week, I mean strictly just edible things. Just a food diet this yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, the paper added some nice texture to your muffins, but I've resisted, them this, resisted the paper this week. So. <laughs> good job. <laughs> uh, what have you been reading this week? Uh, I've been reading... I actually don't know what it's called, but I've been using the Borrow Box app as I like to use. But I'm about to start reading the book William Terrell by Carolyn Overington. So I'll let you know how it is. Thank you. Thank you. So I think it was our first episode of the pod that you told us one of your dog uh, chasing after you mm. while running stories. Yeah, and succeeding. It got me. Yeah, it got you and it bit you. <laughs> yes, got me. And it got you right on that butt. <laughs> lost lost a third of a butt cheek. <laughs> but you have... That's not your only experience, mm. having a dog chasing you on a run. Can you tell us about one of the other times it's happened? Yeah, it feels a bit unfair because you're the one who hates dogs and I don't mind dogs and yet they always seem to come <laughs> after me. So I really don't know what the dogs are doing there. Um, true. Maybe they're punishing me for my association with you, <laughs> but they really, they really come after me hard. But anyway, this second story is about ooh, maybe two years or three years after my um, dog bite incident. And this one, I was just on a relatively nice run uh, around Christmas time and I cross at a pedestrian crossing um, and and this is on a relatively big main road so cars are going about 70 and there's plenty of cars on the road and I get about 100 meters past the lights and I hear this lots of beeping and it almost sounds like there's going to be a crash like really urgent loud beeping and don't think much of it, but then I turn around about. Do you just keep running? Just keep running. Yeah, I didn't see any. I didn't see a crash. Like that there was no so classic. There was no bang. Like I turned around, no bang, no no incident, no worries. Um, then kept running, looked back, maybe twenty to fifty meters later, and I see a dog way behind me, and I go, whatever, don't care. That's a long way behind me. Then I probably run maybe another 20, 50 meters and look back behind me, and the dog's still there, and it's sort of getting closer. And I go, Did you say you were alert, but not alarmed? Yeah, alert, but not alarmed. I'm a little bit, I'm still a little bit jumpy from the fact that I have been bitten before. I think if I'd never been bitten before, I would have paid no attention to it, but I've got some previous scars, literally. And, um, <laughs> and so I'm looking back and I'm paying attention. And then I think I look back a third time and I realize this dog is sprinting really, really fast and it's definitely coming for me. Like there's no one else around. Um, it's definitely coming for me. And this one, my first dog was like a big, tall, black dog. This one's more like a bulldog build, like a real nuggety, muscly, Yuck. angry dog. Um, and you did not have like a steak or something tied to your... <laughs> No. Running shorts or anything. No, nothing to, to defend. A, to inspire a dog chase. <laughs> no, no, just innocent. Just wearing. I was wearing some pink shoes. That was probably the only thing that would be drawing attention to myself. 
Um, and so it's getting closer now. It's probably within 50 meters and it's running fast. And, and so I, and then I start to panic. Okay, I need to really start picking up the pace. So I start running quite a lot faster and look around again and it's still coming and it's still gaining. And then I go, oh my goodness. All right, so then to try and deter it, I cross over to the other side of the road to try and deter it and say maybe if it sees some cars coming its way, um, it'll stop it and it'll realize it can't get to me. So I sort of took not a suicide cross, but a relatively risky crossing to try and really deter the dogs that you wouldn't like and crossing in front of cars going 70 kilometers an hour. Um, But really, I was more worried about the dog than the cars. (laughs) That's how scarred I am from my last experience. Um, And so get across the road, go, whoa, that was good. And that was good timing. Got in just in front of some cars. If the dog's after me, it'll give up now. Um, look back, it's still, it's undeterred. Oh it's gosh. a, it's a, it's a bulldog or whatever it is on a mission. And now I'm really starting to get scared. So it crossed the road after you. Yeah. Didn't care about the cars. Oh, um, gosh. just, yeah. Were the cars slowing down? Yeah. So at this, yeah, at this stage they're slowing down one for the dog and two to watch this spectacle of like <laughs> both sides of the road. Now they're all slowing down. Man v dog. <laughs> And yeah, so just watching this guy sprint away from a dog and I'm sure it's entertaining for them and it's getting closer and closer and I'm getting more and more worried. So I'm now it's now I'm full on sprinting like I'm just going as fast as I can Um, and it's still gaining. And luckily for me, because people enjoyed the spectacle, there was a car sort of a little bit in front of me and it was driving quite slowly, uh, slowly to the point that whilst I was sprinting, I was actually gaining ground on the car. And so I keep sprinting, keep sprinting, and actually catch up to the car. The dog's still gaining on me. And so just in the moment, I just start banging on the car's window. <laughs> and then the dog's getting too close. So I just sort of last minute just panic. And I open, open the car door and sit <laughs> in the car <laughs> with this random dude. And, um, and as soon as I sit down and close the door, like the dog's like in the window. Um, oh, my god! So I got so close. <laughs> So intimidating. And the dog was definitely going for you. Like it was at yeah. the window kind of. Yeah, it was ready. It was ready to play. Teeth. Yeah, it was ready to play. Oh. Uh, ready to fight. Yeah. And so, um, yeah. But I sit down in the car and he goes, what? And the guy I sit in with, he's like, whoa, that was, that was dramatic. I hope the dog's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I hope the dog's okay. Excuse me. <laughs> Who cares about the dog? Yeah, the I mean, do- I know everyone does, but. Yeah. A man's life. Is exactly. A stake. The dog's the perpetrator here. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that's the criminal. And so, yeah, very nice guy. He took me in, um, drove me to the next set of lights. He thought it was a bit weird, didn't he? Oh, yeah. He oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. But I guess because he had slowed down me and watching the spectacle. <laughs> Um, he Look, wasn't, he wasn't completely, he wasn't completely caught off guard that I might want to jump in the car, okay. <laughs> but yeah, so definitely weird to have a stranger and a sweaty stranger as well. Just hop in your car, <laughs> but it was Christmas time. So everyone's feeling a bit more generous. Um, it's yeah. Yeah. So even though I didn't get bitten, I reckon that one was scarier than the first one because the yeah. first one just happened really quick. And the dog was more like, hey, get out of my way. He's a bite to punish you. <laughs> Whereas this dog was like, I'm going to kill you and I'm going to enjoy it. <laughs> and so it was much more intimidating. And I had the previous uh, previous emotional scarage, making the situation even more intense. So how has it impacted your experience of running now? Do you twitch every time you see a dog while on a run? 
Um, yeah, definitely my friends, like when I run with them, they tease me whenever I see a dog. They're like, oh, watch out, Nath. Um, and I definitely do do a much wider curve around yeah. dogs than I used to. Um, and sometimes I'll put you on in between me and dogs if we're walking together, just for that extra, extra layer of safety. Wow, that is really... <laughs> sacrificial of you to put me forward yeah but they don't dogs don't hate you they hate me you know, i don't i don't appreciate them mm. so i don't need to walk close to them <laughs> that's true yeah well there's even a husky around our old area that you would walk past no worries yeah happy nice day then i'd walk past and it starts lunging and starting to bite me so i thought you were exaggerating but that really did mm. happen that dog that dog also hated you you didn't yeah. have any physical altercations but anytime you walked yeah. past it was he was not yeah. happy yeah Luckily, the owner was pretty diligent with keeping it on a leash, and so it never actually got to have a full go at me. But if it was ever off leash, like it was, it was game on. <laughs> it's time for. Bait or click great. Oh, yeah. Take two. Take two. So I'm going to give you three different headlines Mm -hmm. and you're going to tell me if they're click bait or click great. Sounds good. So are they a real story or are they just something to get you to click on Mm. the article, which I did have to do for the purposes (laughs) of researching the segment. They got you. They got me. All right. MasterChef's Chris stuns viewers with bombshell marriage revelation. (laughs) Um, I'm going to say click bait. Correct. Yes. It was clickbait. So um, the so-called marriage revelation um, was just that people realized that he uh, had been married to a previous contestant of MasterChef for like a long time. And it was very publicly documented news. Everyone was able to find that out. But apparently it was a a stunning revelation (laughs) Um, and it made it sound very controversial. Yeah. Okay, this one's a bit close to home for me. Um, Very interesting one. Keeping up with the Blakes. Radio and TV star Hamish Blake and wife Zoe may be getting their own reality series that will give fans a glimpse into their private lives. Oh. We do love Hamish. And Zoe. And Zoe, yeah. And the kids. And the kids. Sunny and special. Rudy. (laughs) Rudy. (laughs) Um, yep. Um, hmm, I'm going to go click great. You think it's a true story? Yeah. Um, this one is a little bit hard to call, um, but I would so far say it's clickbait. So I'd have to say you're incorrect because this is one of those stories where it's like a source in inverted inverted commas has said that they might be in talks to do a reality Mm. show. So I don't think we can say that it's click great. I personally would be shocked um, if they actually do do a reality TV show. I feel like it's quite yeah, off-brand for not, them. Yeah, it's not really their vibe. No. Yeah. So I would I would suggest yeah. it will remain clickbait. However, 
Mm. If they do do a show, I will certainly be mm. watching. We'll have to retroactively give me the point. Yeah, okay, sounds good. <laughs> Deal. All right, well, we're once again down to a tiebreaker. Oh, so much pressure. For our third story. Oh, no. All right, so the third story uh, has the headline. Mm-hmm. Princess Charlotte criticised for irresponsible fifth birthday photos. Who's Charlotte? (laughs) Not cool. (laughs) William and Kate's daughter. Okay. Yeah. She's been (laughs) criticised. You can't criticise a kid. Look, the tabloids Uh, (laughs) know no boundaries. (laughs) That's mean. (laughs) Criticize a five year old. Uh, I'm going to clickbait. Yeah, I'd say clickbait as well. Uh, Um, Yeah, definitely weren't irresponsible images. (laughs) Um, What they were referring to was Princess Charlotte uh, was helping the elderly in her area by dropping off some parcels of food. And some are arguing that that technically goes against the coronavirus um, restrictions in the UK, but clearly not irresponsible. And um, yeah, some strong language (laughs) for a five year old. (laughs) Kirsten, what's our working from home recommendation this week? Well, I had a fun idea mm-hmm. for working from home, Reco, um, or being at home, Reco. Now that the restrictions are starting to ease a bit, I thought you could do a guess who's coming to dinner Ooh. thing. Yeah. So within each uh, within each family or group of friends, mm. you get a few people to nominate to be hosts, mm-hmm. and then you organise. Um, the other friends that are going to be attendees, who's going to show up at whose house. Nice. But no one knows. I guess the people attending have to know whose house it is that they're going to, but the people hosting don't know who's going to show up and the people attending don't know the other attendees because you can have up to five people. So you don't know who else is going with you Mm -hmm. and the people hosting don't know who's coming. So it's just a bit of fun, a bit of mystery back. A bit of drama and you could prepare food for only two guests and end up with five guests (laughs) and it's a little bit of drama and... And panic stations, and that's that's fun. No, you'd have to you'd have to say you've got X number of people coming. You just don't tell them who they are. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, it's just chaos. Yeah. And you could pair people up with like their least favorite people <laughs> for extra. And this is how you turn it into a reality TV show rather than do it in real life. But I thought you're taking this recommendation and making it very spicy. <laughs> It's just meant to be a nice thing. But yes, you could repair some long-term friendship difficulties if you'd like to. Mm. But I think it would be fun. That would be fun, yeah. yeah. Get to get a surprise visit from some of your friends or family. Yeah, we should do it. Yeah, let's do it. Book me in. Yeah, dietary restrictions might be a bit of an issue, but, you know. Uh, Yeah, that could be a giveaway. We can't can't come up with every solution. Yeah, (laughs) we could probably guess who's coming if, you know. Yeah. If we got told we have to do gluten-free. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's true. But, but I can give it a go. Yeah, I think it'd be fun. Yeah. Thanks for listening to All Light No Shade this week. If you'd like to contact us, feel free to at alllightnoshadepod at gmail.com. Have a great week. Bye. Bye.